Alright, so we back again. Sold in 60. First of all, you're now tuned in to Sold in 60, the only, one and only timeshare podcast in, in the, the world. world. <laughs> I love that part, man. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> in the world. And the best part about it is that today we got a, a very special guest because this guy made me feel like everything that we're doing to reach people is actually working. It's actually working. So shout out to our guest daniel that's in the building daniel thank you for pulling up thank you for having me yeah man. appreciate sure. it and um i just want to say this i w- let's before we even get started can you just recap what happened like tell them how you changed my life like tell them how you changed my life well man you changed my life bro <laughs> yeah. honestly like it, it was a really strange experience because my friend got me into timeshare you know she's telling me all about this and i didn't believe any of it so I'm a total dork, so I started researching Timeshare, looking stuff up about it, and Mm -hmm. I went on Spotify and just typed in Timeshare, and this podcast came up, Sold in 60, and at this point in time, it was right before I got hired at the resort that I'm working at, Mm -hmm. and so I started listening to what you were talking about, and I'd listen to all of your episodes, and so then I get hired at that resort, and first day of training, I see you, and I'm there with my friend, and I, I, I look at Rich, and I'm like, Oh my God. I looked at my friend. I'm like, that guy has a timeshare podcast and I've listened to every episode. And so I didn't even hesitate. I, you know, when you were passing by, I was like, Hey Rich, I love your podcast. It's really awesome. And you looked at me like I was an alien. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. That's I did. Funny. I did. Yeah. <laughs> I probably talked, I probably text down payment Dylan right away. Yeah. Like, yeah. yo, <laughs> because I think that, um, you know, being, uh, on the forefront of a company and what we were doing, you know, we didn't, I was kind of moving under the radar, you know, like doing my thing. I didn't want anybody to try to stop the flow because what we're doing is for the people. And I know what it's like to start in the business and not have the guidance. There's so many questions, you know, what the fear of the unknown and what, what, what do we do and what can we learn? There's no outlet out there. There's nothing, nothing, nothing. no sales books, nothing. <laughs> no. I mean, and there's there's some sales stuff, but it's not, it's not for this business. No. You know what I'm saying? And it doesn't. So it's like, how do we get something specific for what we do? And, um, you know, shout out to the people who started stuff and then, you know, there's, there's a, there's, there's some people out there that I don't really, like the content that they put out but i get what they were doing again they had it was it was unique and then there's some people that i've heard of in the business um but i haven't got to um meet them personally and they put some stuff out but it was kind of dated and kind of generic you know and we said man we got to bring something for the people we got to bring something for the people that can that can relate and we want to connect and when you did that man that just that just said that we're on the right path so i appreciate you stopping you know what i'm saying it it was really really helpful honestly because it, it's real it's not like this like you know sales advice that you find on youtube or anything like you know be enthusiastic it's just people sharing their story their experience with it and it, it was a really great resource to get started and like you were saying not fear the unknown because mm-hmm. it becomes more known it's really awesome it still is that's what's up so you're rather new to the business right pretty new three okay. months three months into it oh Fresh as a baby. Fresh it meat. took me a minute before I even figured it out, you know. So don't don't feel. I don't know how where you are in it, but don't feel no type of way. It took me a minute before I actually. You know, the learning curve is real for me. It's way more brutal than you think it's gonna be. 
Um, <laughs> in my opinion, some people don't feel that way. Some people start off and they rock and they're killing it. But for me, it was the opposite. You know, I, I thought I would go into this just straight up destroying it. Like this is going to be easy. Like I have like experience in public speaking and all of this, you know, it's going to rock, but it is not like that whatsoever. Like it is a learning curve, but it's fun at the end of the day. You know, I mean, you have to be okay with failing. You have to be okay with taking the nose and losing way more than you're going to win. But those wins, when they come, man, they are like a, it's like cocaine. It's, yeah. <laughs> it's a rush. It's, it's a real rush. Yeah. For sure. For sure. Absolutely. Who, who introduced you to the industry? Um, good friend of mine. She worked with Wyndham. And I was a substitute teacher at the time. And I was living with her. She was my roommate. Mm. And she got a real estate license. And her father had been doing this, you know, her entire life. He's a TO at uh, Sheraton. I think, mm-hmm. or I think Marriott at the time, one of those resorts. Mm-hmm. And she got into it and she starts telling me like, man, like you can make like 150, $200,000 uh, per year, you know, and all you have to do is like this, this and that. And I was like, no way, man. I didn't know anything about timeshare except mm-hmm. the negative, you know? Yeah. And so she started selling and she's telling me like, this is my commission. She showed me the sheets and I was like, all right. Like I, w- I was a substitute <laughs> teacher, so I was making like a hundred dollars a day, you know, taking care of like 200 kids. So anything to get out of that. And I was still in school. I was in my senior year and I was like, dude, 48 K a year to be a high school teacher sounds like garbage yeah. compared to what these people are doing. So I was like, whatever, I gave it a shot. I didn't have my license. So the resort that I, I applied for and that I was working at, like they were hiring people who didn't have a real estate license. They were, you know, salaried. So that's where I started. Went for it. And then I got my license. So that's the journey. How was that process, getting your license? Um, At first, it was really difficult to balance everything because I was just finishing up school. I actually graduated in May. And then I was working this intense job where the training is, you know, it's one of those things where you have to go home and study after we're working, like, you know, 8.30 to 3.30? Is that yeah. the schedule? Yeah, 8, 8, 8, 8 to 3? Yeah. Yeah, something like that. Mm-hmm. 8 to 3. And then you have to study, and then I have to do, you know, my final papers and all my homework, and then I'm working on getting my real estate license, getting, like, the six to three hours. So it was a lot, but it was bitter work, but it's worth it. It was all worth it. It's done now. Um, anybody who's, you know, struggling to do something like that, it, I promise you it's worth it, you know. Mm. You see these guys rolling up in Bentleys with the Rolexes. <laughs> <laughs> like, it, it'll be worth it. Yeah. And it's all attainable, too. It's not a facade. You know what I'm saying? You see the Bentleys, the Ferraris, the Rolexes, the, the nice Armani suits or whatever the case may be. I mean, it's all attainable. Um, you know, I remember when I first started, someone pulled me to the side and said, hey, man, you know when I knew you started making money? And I said, when? And they said, when your clothes started to change. You know, <laughs> started showing up in fitted suits and, you know, tailored suits and whatnot. So it's all attainable, man. Uh, let me ask you this. Can you remember um, your first deal? First deal, <clears throat> it was wild because I was the last person to sell in my class. And I was really, really down in the dumps. And it was my 14th tour. And it was really funny because I wasn't supposed to get a tour that day, but, you know, an older rep came up to me and he was like, hey, if you drive my golf cart, you know, I have a big family, like, I'll get them to get you a tour. And I was like, all right, cool, awesome. And it was towards the end of the day. And so drive the golf cart and the tour desk gives me a tour and it's 
six people from New Orleans. Mm. And right off the bat, it was just hostile. Like, I, I could feel it. Like, you know, they, they weren't, like, looking at me. They were walking ahead. And I was like, what is going on with these people? Like, that, that's wild. And so we get to the room where, you know, I kind of give them, like, my, my three Cs, my intention statement, where I lay out how the presentation goes. And I take them to get the lunch buffet. And this lady, she, it, was a, it was a couple and four other people. They were all family. She looks at the hot dogs and the nachos. And she goes, motherfucker, I'm not going to fucking eat any of this bullshit. You think I'm going to do this bullshit presentation? And I'm like, whoa, I'm nice. Like, you know, I'm very, very kind and respectful. This lady, she has like a face tattoo. And I'm like, I'm scared. I'm like, uh, I'm sorry. Like, you know, the food sucks. I know. And she grabs her book back and just throws it on the ground. She's like, I'm not doing this. And I was like, oh, my God. But, you know, her wife calms her down. They go back to the table. They all have, like, you know, their, their nachos and hot dogs. Except her. She's not eating anything. So it's two ladies. It's two married ladies. Two married ladies, their brother, and three kids. Uh, but they're all adults. You know, mm-hmm. they're all in their early 20s. Is this your first tour or your first deal? First deal. Oh, you got a deal out of this? <laughs> Bro. <laughs> okay. Anything right. can happen. Anything can happen. It was the only time I tried to disqualify a tour. <laughs> because I sit down on this table and I'm like, whoa, how's New Orleans? What do you do for work there? And they're like, no, motherfucker, you're going to start right now. And I'm like, all right, I'm not doing this. <laughs> I'm like, I'm not going to do this. So I tried to disqualify them. I'm scared. And I go to the tour desk. I'm like, listen, I fear for my life right now. This lady, she's like yelling at me, like they're cursing at me. They're, they're not, uh, they're not listening to anything I'm saying. And so I tell them that, and I bring the family to the front. I'm like, listen, we got an express tour. Let's mm. go. So they all come, and the tour desk is like, hey guys, like Daniel has to ask you some questions. You know, if he's gonna do his job. So if you want your gift, like you need to be respectful. And they made me take the tour anyways. And I was sitting there. My face was like beat red. I'm like, I cannot believe this is happening. So I go back to the table and they're all still pissed. I'm like, I'm sorry. Did I say something to offend y'all? And they're like, no, the person who brought us here, they said that we would have a beautiful lunch buffet, that we would be getting this, this and that at this beautiful resort. I'm like, all right, like, listen, that guy lied to you. We pay him $400 for every family he brings in. I have to eat this dog shit every day. I hate this food. Like, it's garbage, and I'm sorry. But you know what? We're here. Can I just do my job? And I, I, I did not care about the presentation. Right. I accepted defeat. I was like, this, this this, is what the product does. Whatever. Let's go. I'm trying to get them through as quickly as possible. And the lady who threw her book bag, she's just, like, tight. She's, like, not listening to anything I'm saying. And we go through the model, and they start seeing this. And they're like, wow, this is beautiful. And I'm like, yeah, no, I mean, it's really nice, like, you know, you could vacation like this every time, you know, trying to sell, but like kind of backing off. Like I'm not doing anything right. I'm supposed to be doing. Mm-hmm. And I see her soften up, you know. And so we get out of the model and I'm looking at her and I found out that she she was a chef. She had a catering business. And I look at her. I'm like, hey, listen, like, I'm sorry for anything that happened back there. Like, I know what it's like to work in the service industry. Like my first job was Arby's and I was a barista for years. Like you're on vacation. Like you don't want to sit here for 90 minutes and talk to some jackass, you know? So let's get you out of here. She starts crying and she's like, I'm sorry. Like I shouldn't have acted that way. I just don't eat pork. And 
you know, you guys only had chili and like hot dogs. And I was like, it's okay. And she shook my hand. She starts asking questions. She's like, so like, can you use the water park? And like, can you fish here? Like, what do you like to do? She's asking, she's being really nice now. We get to the end. It was a lay down. 29,000. Get out right of Right off the bat. Yeah. Oh, wow. First deal. <laughs> Everyone oh, was laughing the next morning. They were like, the tour desk was like, Daniel, you sold that tour? And I was like, I, I yeah, I don't know how. I just, I let go. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That is, that's wonderful, man, because everyone has that story where it starts off that they don't think they're going to get the deal, you know? And lo and behold, if you finish the presentation, go on with the presentation, you end up getting that deal, you know, when you never thought anything was there. So that's, that's pretty dope, man. Absolutely. Like, and I think that was the key, you know, it's like, you just let go and be yourself, you know, like let the product sell. So if you're, if you're pushing too hard, people, people, they're going to reject you. You know, did you, did you feel like at that day that you went off the whole script portion of it? Um, not entirely. There were certain things that I kind of had to drop. Like I had to be myself a lot more and there was never that, that much of a gap for me to get another sale. Like I didn't go 13 tours without selling after that. Like it'd be like five or six, like maybe even like four sometimes. Um, it was really beneficial to have that experience because I learned that, all right, if you just like accept that, you know, they may not buy, but you have to be open to them buying at the same time. It, it can happen, you know, like you can't, you just can't push too hard. Um, but yeah, no, I, I started like kind of veering, doing like my own thing. Like the foundation was good. The sequence is good, but you have to put it in your own words and you have to be real with these people because mm -hmm. they, they can see right through the script. They know, like, even if they don't actually know, it's subconscious for them. Yeah. And I would imagine this is not their first presentation. I'm pretty sure they've been on multiple presentations and sat and seen or multiple rent verse owned and sat with multiple agents. So obviously it's what are you going to do that's different from everyone else? And being realist is the, 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 the factor that could, you know, create a deal. For sure. That's mm -hmm. what it is. I mean, you get tours that you'll start like doing like your little pencil pitch. You'll start drawing. It's like, you know, it's like, hey, the, the last guy did this or like, oh, like I've seen this. I know I know this, you know, like yeah. with the calculator. It's like, oh, the last guy did that yesterday. We yeah. didn't buy it from him. And it's like, OK, I don't have to do it. All right. <laughs> so wait, wait, wait. I mean, but let's let's so bring it back. You are in-house or Dayline? Dayline. So Dayline is the, the people technically they're not staying at the resort. They're coming in. They're staying somewhere else and they come and see a presentation. They're telling you that someone else did a, a demonstration AKA pencil pitch. Yeah, no, I mean, cause a lot of these people they'll come to Florida and they'll do like two or three timeshare presentations. Mm -hmm. I mean, the most I've had like a tour, like honestly tell me like we've done four of these on our vacation. I'm like, damn, like, what are you, what, why are you wasting your time? <laughs> yeah, yeah. But yeah, no, I mean, and a lot of like the other resorts, they do the same thing. You know, it'll be like the pencil pitch, the same sequence, like rent to own, you know, all, all the same stuff. That pencil pitch has been going around for a minute. Yeah, I bit, feel like it's um it's COVID. popular thing. <laughs> I mean, I mean, but you know what? I feel like anybody who's actually vacations needs to get that work. Like, how do you deliver yours different than anybody else? Like for me personally, I gotta I'm gonna use anything that they tell me and I'm gonna put my delivery on it for to make sure you understand what we're talking about. Cause a pencil pitch is just rent versus own. Like if you don't and for y'all that's listening or watching and don't know what a pencil pitch is, it's a demonstration that we break down showing um, owning versus renting, bottom line. 
So if you own a home versus renting a hotel, that uh, hotel <laughs> renting a house. If you own a home or renting a house, there's a difference. Like right? you want to rent an apartment or do you want to own a house? Right? There's different benefits. And I think in the timeshare industry, we have our own demonstration that shows why it makes more sense to own vacation ownership than just to rent hotels. And it's all about um, owning it in perpetuity, where you can own it forever and leave it leave a legacy for your your family or whatever. Um, and save on the overall cost. But, I mean, if they've seen it multiple times, I mean, what is the question that you would ask them to stop them in the tracks? Like, what was the reason why you didn't get involved? I think that's a very important question. I think that's on the survey. Yeah, it is. Um, And that's where you have to draw out, like, what they actually know. Because most people will lie to you about that question specifically. Like, Mm -hmm. you know, because they don't want to tell you that, like, oh, like, your job is a scam. You know, especially if they respect you and it's after warming up with these people and they like you, they're not going to be like, oh, you know, I know the timeshare is like, you know, total bullshit, you know, whatever that they think. So you kind of have to like phrase it in a way that makes like the landing easy. So, I mean, I I just ask them, I'm like, you know, what do you know? Like the good, the bad, the ugly, like what what, what negative things do you know about timeshare? And if you just ask them that most of the time, they'll tell you straight up, you know, it's like, well, like I hear this, this and that, you know, it's hard to get out of or that uh, people don't get what they were promised. And then the objections come out early so you can overcome them like right off the bat. I had one guy tell me that, you know, like I always see these lawyers and commercials of people, you know, saying that, oh, like uh, I'm stuck in a timeshare and they'll get you out of it. And you just have to flip it on them. Like, you know what? I think those are actually great because there are a lot of scams out there. It might be a scam, you know, but uh, I'm, I'm going to tell you why we're not a scam mm-hmm. right there. And then you've acknowledged it and then you can move past that. And that was a deal. So for sure, when you have um, your family on a presentation um, and you know that there are certain steps that you have to follow, obviously, they don't know what your steps are, but you know what you're doing. My question to you would be, um, if you don't get what you need from that family in that particular step that you're in, do you move on and come back to that step later on? Or do you not move on to the next step until you get what you need from this family? It depends. Um, Because there's a lot of things that really just depend on like the context, like where you are in the presentation. Like it has to flow, right? Like if I don't get exactly what I need from there, um, there, I can see it in the future. It's like chess. Like there might be a good point where I can make that move, but sometimes it's like, no, I need to deal with this right now. And you have to figure out how to like say that naturally or ask them like, you know, inquire a little bit more. Um, yeah, no, it just depends. Got you. When you were telling us earlier about that, that first deal that you got, my question to you was on the ride home. How was that ride home? I called everyone. <laughs> I called my mom. I called my dad. I called my wife. Like I called my friends. <laughs> yeah. Don't you feel on top of the world when you're like when you're selling, getting deals, get you making money, half checks. They calling your name in the morning meetings. You know what I'm saying? Don't what like that feeling is just it's hard to describe, man. I, I went in the next morning so excited to hear my name. I was I was like I am I'm, I'm so excited. And then it was a bad day for VPG, so everyone got bitched out, and they didn't announce the names. Uh, <laughs> I was like, dang, yeah. man. Of all days. Yeah. I was like, of all days. But I heard my name eventually, and it, it, it's, uh, it really is an on-top-of-the-world moment. You feel good. Um, especially, like, when 
you know, you you kind of forget about the numbers. You're mm-hmm. like, all right, it doesn't matter. Like next next time, the exact same thing could happen. You know, it could be one after the other, one after the other. Like that that's the exciting part about it. You kind of stop stressing a bit, and then you do better. You know, like I said, I've never had that large of a gap in between like a deal, and I think it's because making deals like makes you less stressed. Mm. Got you. What about um, cancellations, man? Have you have have you had the opportunity to experience any of cancellations before? Yeah, two. Okay. Um, and you What's know what feeling like? Well, when it happens <laughs> and you see it on the sheet, <laughs> you're like, you know, it just depends on like how shaky the deal was when it went up to deeding and made it past deeding. Um, yeah. You know, the first one that happened, I was like, damn, man. I drove them to SeaWorld afterwards. Like, yeah. You drove them to SeaWorld? Yeah, man. They they said... Uh, Yo, those be the ones, bro. That was funny. You know when you buy them a pizza while they're waiting for yeah, D-Ding? You, you know what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, man. Like, they, they told me that um, the marketers said that we'd pay for their Ubers. And I was like, what? I was like, no. And so I didn't know what to do. So I went up to a trainer, and she was like, if you're comfortable with it. Yeah go and drive them to SeaWorld. And I was like, okay, my car is so messy though. There's like a <laughs> bunch of shit in the back. There's, it's, th- it was disgusting. And she's like, while they're in Deedon, go clean your car and take them to SeaWorld. And so I did. Oh, shit. And they ended up canceling. I didn't really understand why. Do you um, follow up with the families? Yeah, no, I mean, I've gotten texts before and I, I follow up, like I always give them my personal number and I'm, really enthusiastic about it you know it's like if you just spent like twenty thousand dollars with me it's like i want you to get your money's worth you know? yeah I, like i'll tell you how to use it i'll tell you what what i know um but yeah and the second one i kind of wanted her to cancel like, <laughs> 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 i knew she couldn't afford it uh, but so you you pushed her you you know all right, i get it i know that feeling you knew she couldn't afford it but you got her to do it you convinced her to do it um i didn't and it was more of like you know, the TOs closed it. I was taking care of her kid, you know, like he was being rambunctious. So the TO was like, you need to take that kid upstairs while we work with her. And so I was taking care of the kid, you know, like I was playing with him and I come back and the table's closed and it was like a 23 or something. And I was like, bro, I know she can't afford this. And even the <laughs> Dieter came out of the office and she was like, there is no way this thing doesn't cancel. Like, yeah. and I was like, well, I hope she does, and she did. So I didn't feel bad about that afterwards. So, what's the what's the deal with the Dieters? Have you ever got a vibe from the Dieters like they're trying to feel you out or feel if the deal is solid? Like, what's that like? Um, yeah, no, I've definitely got a vibe because I've had a bolt before, and that was uh, that was one of the times where I went in there before the family went in there, and they were asking, and I was just being honest about what happened. She. It's weird. The Dieters have like this, um, they're like the Death Eaters from Harry Potter. Like they can sense, mm-hmm. you know, like all <laughs> evil and things. <laughs> so <laughs> she was like kind of questioning me about something. And, you know, I'm sitting there on the couch, like waiting. And I see my manager come up and go into the room. And I'm like, oh shit, like I knew this was going to happen. And they ended up bolting. But I don't know. I mean, the Dieters have been generally good, but sometimes they're like digging in real deep to kind of understand, like, how can I save this so it doesn't fold? Like, I know it's all it's all love, you know? It's all about them doing their job and succeeding. Because, you know, when I succeed, they succeed, vice versa. You know, I never think they're out to get me. I know a lot of reps feel that way. They're like, I hate this theater. 
Um, they're always like, you know, bolting deals and stuff like that. But I, I just don't feel that way. Like, why would they do that? Yeah. Let me ask you this. When you have these TOs come over, you know, at the end to, you know, uh, help you during the back end, mm. what are some, I guess, one or two nuggets that you've picked up from your TO? Something that you learned from your TO coming to the table and you heard them say something and you said, oh, wow, okay, I like that. That's, that's pretty dope. I'm going to keep that one in my back pocket. Um, They're all really good at their jobs. Um, They're all there for a reason. And I totally understand that. So I guess like the way they deal with objections, because most of them will like never disagree with your table. Like they'll, you know, they'll talk to them. Like they'll, they'll, they'll understand what they're saying. They'll like nod their heads. I'll be like, yeah, yeah, no, I totally understand. Like, and then they'll just flip it on them. You know, it's, it's, it's like a very like, kind of like uh like a jujitsu, like I'll use your energy against you. And that was like really what I picked up from them. But all of them come to your table and build rapport immediately. And whatever objections they're met with, they always like counter it with like enthusiasm. Like it's like so much energy. And that's something that I've learned to like translate back into like my tours, right? Um, but it's interesting with like, you know, a rotation of TOs. Like you never have like the same guy every single day. Um, so you kind of have to adapt your presentation to how you think that person's going to respond at the end or how they're going to do like the price drop or whatever it may be. So, yeah, no, that's it. Yeah, we were talking about that um, on the last show too, Richard, about how back in the day you used to have um, your rep, your, your TO, and that was your TO for the next two, three, four, six months, as long as you work at that particular resort. Mm -hmm. You know, I think it's a new thing now that they just started doing with it giving you a different TO every every wave or, or every tour or something like that. Yeah, the rotation. Like, some resorts are doing a rotation daily. Some are doing it weekly. Um, I think, and you know, when I was in the on the floor, the, you got, it was an open floor, so you got to choose who you want to work with. You know, if you're not vibing with that person, you switch your TO. But some of the companies now are assigning you to who you're going to be working with. So um, I think that, Every manager, because it's not a cookie-cutter approach, right? Every manager is a little different. Mm -hmm. So I think you have to adjust to who you're working with. But I think the benefit of having a rotation is you get to learn from other people. You get to learn different yeah, absolutely. You know, back ends and different um, objections and, and setups. And I think that you know, I, I, I try to tell people to, to embrace that because you get to learn different skills. You know, because a lot of these TOs, when it was teams, they would only share the information with the people that they were working with at the time. Yeah. But now, if they, because remember, they don't make money unless you make money. If there's no sale, you know, they don't, they don't eat, right? So they need to make sure that you get a deal. So they're going to teach you or try to, try to work hard on your table, you know? As a matter of fact, if you're a manager that has a team of people that they're comfortable with your style, as you get better as a representative, you'll start doing it from front to back, and you just hand them to turn this in. This is the deal, and they're comfortable. These TOs won't do no work because they know they got you. You already a heavy hitter, you a killer, you aggressive. You're gonna do your thing, but when they gotta work with a new person or a person that doesn't know them, they have to they have to prove themselves. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. So they gotta for sure. Work. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Yeah, absolutely. Let me ask you this: uh, Do you feel that the product works? I feel that a lot of aspects of it do work, right? But it kind of depends on you. Like, it leaves a lot of responsibility up to, like, the consumer. Um, 
it's one of those things where it definitely works in theory, but you know, if you know, this isn't the way that you travel, this isn't what you like, and you're going to take 10 years to pay it off. Like, yeah, it's not going to work for you. But if you know how to use it, if you, you know, you do a little bit of homework, like there's absolutely, you know, nuggets in there that can help you out, get those really, really great discounts. Like my favorite aspect about the product is getaways. Mm, um, I love getaways. Yeah, man, they're overpowered. <laughs> I love them. You start looking through there. I'm like, I cannot believe this is out. like you compare market rates like a week. At, you know, this Marriott will cost you like 400 bucks. But you look on Expedia and it'll cost you like 2000 in the same room. Yeah. Like, Damn, bro. I, yeah. I mean, there's two reps at the place I work at now who are living at the resort. Yeah, they came right. from Vegas. Yeah. And they've been using the getaways the entire time just to live there because yeah. they haven't found a house here in Florida yet. Yeah, like, that's, that's dope. It's really overpowered. That was kind of my struggle in the beginning. Like I had to find an aspect about the product that I believe worked because I just didn't know enough about it. Yeah. Um, and to this day, I probably still don't know enough about it. But yeah, no, I think it works in a lot of scenarios. And I, I you know, I tried talking to like people on the resort, like, hey, are you an owner? And there's been a few. It's like, yeah, no, 13 years. I'm like, how do you like it? And most of them will be like, yeah, no, I love it. I use it every single year. Yeah, you know what a lot of people miss. I caught when when you were just talking just now is when you're comparing, uh, I guess your way, which is the ownership way, versus what they're currently doing. So, for instance, you're comparing, hey, look at this three hundred, four hundred dollar getaway compared to online, it's a thousand, two thousand dollars. And you know what a lot of reps miss is not just making the comparison and saying, oh, look how much you could save here. Uh, another good question is what would you do with the extra money that you saved mm. you know now that you now that this is a six seven hundred eight hundred a thousand dollar difference saving here my question to you is what would you do with the extra money you know so now that puts them in a mindset of damn not only am i getting these savings what am i going to do with this extra money you know now that puts them in the picture of actually using the, the product too mm -hmm. that's a great question too like sure. I, I love asking people what they do with the extra money because it kind of gives me like a gauge of like you know, not only like where I'm at in the sale, but like what kind of person they are. You know, <laughs> <laughs> right? Absolutely. Some people are like, I buy new shoes. I'd be like, Oh man, this is bad. <laughs> <laughs> so you might be too new in the game for this question, but we gotta ask you: Do you feel that the timeshare resorts play with the wheel rotation? I mean, yeah. No, I think I do. Um, I think the tour desk has a lot of power and mm. I think that talk about it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, I mean, it's, it's one of those things where like a lot of like, you know, what people are saying and what's actually happening, like don't line up, you know, um, with in queues, that's like the biggest thing, right? Like, you know, people get mad about it. The tour desk gets mad about it. It's, um, disqualifying tours loses the company money. Mm. Right. So, that within itself is like a different skill. And depending on how much you try to disqualify people, you start noticing that people get less tours. And some people will tell you like, no, that's your right. You know, like, and some people are really good at it. Like they'll get people out of there if they feel like the family like can't buy whatsoever. And they'll still get tours and it's totally fine. Other people try and it kind of like shoots them back in the face. Like yeah. you'll see them like not get a tour for a few days. Or if there's something political going on, with like a rep being like a little bit antsy. I've seen it like firsthand 
where this guy will yell at a manager for something and then he'll go four days without a tour. Mm -hmm. It's, it's wild. Yeah. It's kind of one of those, um, it's not, it's not what you know, it's who, you know, type of deals or seems like that. Got you. Um, yeah, no. And I mean, if you've been there for a while and you've survived, obviously like you kind of know the game better than everybody else. Um, yeah, yeah, but you know what? Even when you get a tour, how you said some people try to NQ them in the lobby, you know, because I've done that plenty of times too. But I mean, there's been families that probably could have been an NQ, but you still get the deal. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah. There's some NQs and CTs that buy yeah. for sure. No, absolutely. But we have this debate all the time about do they play with the wheel? What and do you think? <laughs> That's a good question. <laughs> well, I mean, the department that I was in, I don't believe they play with the wheel. Mm. The department that you're in, that's a whole nother story. <laughs> yeah, no. That's funny. I can see it, man. I'm like, I, I don't know. Like, <laughs> yeah. I'm like, some things just don't add up. Like, there's no, like, set <laughs> system. Yeah. math ain't mathing. <laughs> it's not like there's any, like, communication or, like, transparency. Like, I'm not seeing the rotation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. if what they're saying is true, you know, it's, like, based on VPG, like, yeah, no, it, it would align with the number right, sheet. Like, correct. everyone would go down in a certain order, but. They don't always go down like that, though, right? No, absolutely not. Like, you know, people come back from a tour and they're like, man, I pissed off the wrong person. And they gave me a tour immediately, and it mm. was, um, you know, like, the wackest tour ever. You know, I'm not even going to say what that rep said. Yeah. But, like, you know, it, it's just someone who clearly was qualified enough to take the tour, but not qualified enough that most people can sell them like yeah. <laughs> you know what about those special teams there's some resorts that have special teams like there's some resorts oh this is the first back team that means anytime the the family purchase uh ownership and they come back for the first time you see them or they're their special teams that i guess if your name is high enough on the sales rotation they'll put you on this special team where you get special tours of people that probably bought the trial package. So when they use their trial package, they come back and see you specifically. Um, do you know how reps get on those special teams or do they have any special teams at the resort that you work at? The only one that I'm like familiar with at this point is the referral program. Like I know that if someone refers somebody else, you know, like if you made a sale and that person refers like mm -hmm. another person to stay on like one of those vacation packages, like they'll come and see you specifically. I mean, gotcha. that's a story. It hasn't happened to me yet, but I, I hear that that's true. Gotcha. Yeah, you have to be there for at least a year to see someone you saw come back and, you know. You know I mean? You've been there three months, right? Yeah, so People yeah, yeah. that you saw, their ownership doesn't start until next year. Yeah, so. They, so. Haven't, they haven't come back yet. Gotcha. But those you definitely do get. We'll see. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> But I mean, are you, but overall, I mean, are, are you enjoying the business? You know, it's crazy. Um, just a few months ago, I was dead set on being a high school teacher. Like that was like it. Like that was going to be my career. And within heck, three months, almost four months, it, that's I can't see myself leaving sales. Like I and even the idea of leaving timeshare kind of scares me. Like I, you know. I don't want to leave it. Like it's fun. It's, it's awesome. Like it. yeah. yeah, man. You see people make the money and I haven't like, I haven't gotten to that point yet where I'm like making mad money off of this and 
you know, bathing in the riches and having yeah. like the fame and the glory and all that other jazz. But it's coming. I, I know. It's Feel coming. It. <laughs> I want what, it. What, what, what subject? What subject did you teach? Uh, I was a history major. History. Yeah. So are you? Do you do you go in when it comes to um, Williamsburg, Virginia? Oh no! I mean, like, I mean, it depends. Like, how much? Well, they got to be history buff too for you to connect. Yeah, no, it just depends. I mean, like, so if I see like somebody from like the Southwest, like I'll talk about like Native Americans, and you know, I'll show them pictures of like me going to the Southwest, and be like, oh, like my wife's from Albuquerque, and I'll go a little bit into it. Or if they ask, you know, I know that a lot of people don't like history. Um, yeah, but it's not something like I bring up too much. I think that. First of all, I think teachers are underpaid, big yeah. time. Oh, for absolutely. Sure. And um, this is an industry where it, uh, it's crazy that just being average, you make a hundred thousand dollars. You know, just just doing your thing in today's day. Um, but um, yeah, going back to teaching, I mean, I think teaching has to be more of a of a passion. Yeah, it definitely was over making a profit. You know, and uh, if you I mean, once you taste the success in this, I don't know if you ever want to teach again. I don't know. Not here. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. Maybe one day. Like, the goal was to be, like, a college professor one day. Like, that was going to be, like, the long-term goal. Mm -hmm. I was going to get, like, the funding through school and then, like, you know, get my master's and maybe my doctorate and then teach on a collegiate level. But it it all went away with the chance of, like, making, like, that much money, like, you know that fast I'm oh like, yeah you'll make four times more but i could tell you like y'all have not seen this man this man's dress is amazing his swag is on point he looks like a ralph lauren model <laughs> you used to see him on a daily he, he 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 got swag he throws down and very knowledgeable i got the i got the opportunity to sit with you during the classes and i know you're very very smart you know what i'm saying so I just want you to put your personality, your swag on it when you're out there and, you know, turn up on these people. You know, sometimes in this business, you have to be a little bit. And I had a learning curve, you know, like I personally spent most of my time trying to get people to trust me. And I had a hard time turning the hat into, you know, buy today, win it today business. And it took me a little bit while, a while to get to get aggressive, but not like nasty. You know what I'm saying? But to be aggressive with a smile. And I know that because you're a very, very cool dude, I just hope that that's, that doesn't hold you back. You know, that sometimes we have to be straightforward and say some uncomfortable things. But, you know, they say success is in being in outside outside of our comfort zone. And once I established that, that's what changed, you know, my career in time shit. That's uh, that's 100 percent what did hold me back. <laughs> it was uh, people would be like, you're too nice. Um you know, you're you're like a kid, you're you're kind of being like performative and you're letting them walk all over you. And I'm like, but I'm saying all the things. And I'm like, yeah, but the, <laughs> and the trainers, the TOs, they'd be like, yeah, you're saying them, but you're, you're being too kind. And I was like, all right, I got you. And then like, you know, <laughs> it, it was I got the deal that one day and then I was like, I need to be like more aggressive, like I need to do it. And then I had this one tour and it was a very special tour, you know, ones that we can't treat poorly whatsoever yeah. mm. and i didn't even realize what i was doing but when we got to the end and you know i was asking her to buy she started like 
flipping out and crying. She's like, I don't understand any of this. Like, I'm sorry. I don't want to do that. She had a panic attack and went to the bathroom. And I was like, damn, I went too hard on her. <laughs> <laughs> I went to the director and I was like, I don't know what to do. Like, she's in the bathroom crying. And he was like, you did a good job. Yeah, <laughs> for sure, for sure, for sure. But you do have to, like, tone it down a bit, you know? Yeah, yeah for sure. This is well, we talked about this on um, our earlier podcast, too, man. And if... If you're at a resort and you're going through it, trials and tribulations, whatever the case may be, and you might find yourself, man, this resort is not for me. It's not working here. It's not happening here. For whatever reason, there's hundreds of other timeshare resorts here in Orlando that you can participate in. And I'm telling you, they'll welcome you with open arms. And I know plenty, Richard knows plenty of reps that started at one resort and couldn't give it away for free mm-hmm. and end up going to another resort and becoming a rock star. Rock star. You know what I'm saying? Sometimes the product is just, you know what I'm saying? Different product, different environment, and it clicks somewhere else, you know? It's crazy how often people do that. Like, when it's, you know, resort hopping. Like, everybody's worked at, like, two or three different places. Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. minimum most of the time. It's rare to find people who are like, I've only worked at this place for whatever amount of years five ten years i'm rare yeah you are yeah rare. yeah, yeah. You're special <laughs> i mean a lot of things happen i mean some people end up leaving resorts for things that are outside of that happen outside of the resort that has nothing to do with you know timeshare and they end mm-hmm. up having to leave some people end up having to leave because of numbers some people end up having to leave because of family situations or whatever the case may be so it's not all about getting fired because of numbers or anything like that right. like there's so could many be crazy people. women Crazy mm. women, you know, yeah, for sure. Or men. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. Um, so this is what we're going to do before we uh, pay some bills. Um, Richard, we have on camera five the new timeshare sales objection cards that are out, Ooh. available. Um, there's only a few left. Make sure you put your order in. Um, there's a buzz going on right now, by the way, too. There's a buzz going on. Like, I think... There's been a leak and they hit the streets and now I was just getting Dang. messages. Like it's it my phone has been going off a lot lately over the last twenty four hours. But it's, it's been popping. So um the Soldan Sixty objection cards are available. If you go to our Soldan Sixty page on um Instagram, you can click the link in the bio and there you can order your own cards. Um use it, sharpen your skills, be prepared. I mean it's it's it's, it's working. I just got another message today from someone while we was doing the show. So while you see, I'm like looking at my phone. Um, everyone's asking how they can get them. There's a few left. Yeah, how can I get them? How much are they? Yeah, yeah brothers are cool. Instead of being in the rep room on Instagram and Twitter and Snapchat and looking at the daily feed of what's going on, you could be sharpening your your skills, getting ready for that family. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Check it out. Check it out. This was just came in. Richie Riz, so LG Tony. I'm gonna tell you, LG just sold like um, I think he's having a, a big week, like three hundred over three hundred thousand dollar week, you know. And he's been sharing people that he's been watching this, the podcast, and he's been using these, um, you know, he's been studying his objection cards. So it, 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 it's all about helping people, you know. That's why we put this together. So you're up, baby. You're all right. Wrong you know, spot. Pick a card. Let's do it. Let's do it. I want this one right here. What do we got? Read the objection and let us know how you would handle that. Gotcha. I don't want to make a decision today. Ooh. Wow, that's that's a tough one. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't gotten that one in a while. Be like, 
That's totally understandable. It's a really big decision to make to better your life forever. Better your lives forever. <laughs> I mean, did you like the program? What did you like about it? And, you know, try to sell them a little bit more, make them sell themselves, uh, something like that. You know, they tell me, like, okay, gotcha. Um, and then I just kind of loop back to the presentation. That'd be my approach. Agree. Totally feel you. What did you like about it? Gotcha. Okay. Go go ahead. What would Rich. you have done? <laughs> go ahead. Go ahead, Rich. Role play with him. What part would you what part did you like of the presentation? I like the model. Like the model? What do you like about the model? I like the fact that it has enough space to fit with all the family that we have coming with us. Dang, how much family you got? I know you told me you travel with two to four people. I mean, you got more family? Definitely. I got four kids I left back home. Dang. Yeah. So that's a total of what? Eight people? Yeah. Dang, okay, well, shoot. So the two-bedroom would work for you, right? It would definitely work. Okay, gotcha. So, I mean, what is it about the timing that would affect this decision today? Is it the monthly or the down payment? Definitely the down payment. Okay, the down payment, gotcha. Okay, so how much time do you need on the down payment specifically? How long would it take you to save up $2,000? 30 days. 30 days? All right, let me go get the manager. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, okay. Okay, you started off amazing. I love, I love the start off. You know what I'm saying? We probably he was, he was narrowing, <laughs> narrowing it down, isolating. I yeah, like I, that. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And then he went back to the money. Is it the, you know, is it the yeah, down payment or the monthly? monthly? I like yeah. that. Everything was perfect. We probably want to tweak the ending a little bit, but everything else was perfect. <laughs> yeah, I wouldn't be. He said, "Let me go get the manager." <laughs> we go get the manager. But with 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 all the respect for what you were trained, you were trained to like get it to a certain level and then bring your manager and okay. some, some other resorts you know it's we're, we're asking for the credit card yeah you know yeah, what yeah, could yeah. you do down what what do you for, for sure and if you if i could would you do that today yeah and then when we get that okay i don't think i can do it but let me get your credit card id let me see what we can do yeah. we probably don't have anything for that but let me get your credit card and id that's the next yeah. level yeah. But respectfully, I get it. He wasn't trained that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But he did amazing, though. He, he did, did amazing. amazing. But to piggyback off of Richard, just think about it. If I'm the TO and, you know, let's just say that role play just rolled, just played out how it did with you. And you came over to me and said, hey, Dylan, I have this family that, you know, they sound interested in blah, 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 blah. But then Richard comes over to me with a credit card and says, hey, Dylan, I have this family and a credit card right here. Whose table do you think I'm going to hit first? Mine. I got the credit card. Oh, wait. You have the credit card? No, Richard has the credit card. Oh, Richard? Oh, yeah. (laughs) Whoever has the credit card. Whoever has the credit card is where the the manager is going. So that's just one thing to to keep in mind. I mean, have you ever been on the back end waiting for a manager to come to your table? It's like 30, 40 minutes. You can't find a manager. and It's crazy. Um, it's been a little bit when I've gotten the card and the IDs before. And when you have that, it's like a, like you're holding a steak in front of a dog. They look at you and they're like, oh, yeah, absolutely. Oh. <laughs> yeah. And then they, they're like, sorry, I need to leave this table right now. Yeah, and they'll, yeah, yeah, they'll yeah. help you out. For sure. For sure. For They've sure, gotten for pissed sure. before, you know, cause, uh, early on it was one of those things where I had a TO who was like, you need to get the cards and the IDs right off the bat. And I would and be like, no matter what, I would get them. <laughs> yeah. And then they'd come to the table, and there'd be there'd be shit on the table, and they'd be like, "Why are you bringing me credit cards oh, yeah. and IDs when there's nothing there? Are you you you're baiting me? You're holding a carrot in front of me like I'm a yeah. horse or something?" And I'm yeah. like, that's, I yeah. "That's what I was supposed to do." Yeah. <laughs> like, you know, you know what I was taught too, though, and I know TOs don't like this, but what I was taught was 
Never tell a TO that there's nothing there. nothing on the table. Always Never. say it's a great shot, great opportunity. <laughs> you know, always be positive, you know, because you got to think about it. When that, that, that TO, the TO goes through shit just like sales reps do. Yeah. You know, imagine if you just did 10 tours, you didn't get a sale. Well, to the manager, that's 20 tables that he had to sit on and he didn't get a sale. So he's damn near, you know, mine about to explode just as much as yours is. So when you bring him over to the table, you want to make sure you let him know, man, psh, great opportunity. This is a deal right here. Even if you don't got shit on the table. <laughs> yeah, they do not want to. You never know. They may, they may say something that may turn them around. So, yeah, it was a great opportunity. It's a great yeah. shot. We got a shot yeah. here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But that's what that's what T.O. means. Well, take over. You know what I'm for sure, for sure. So, Their yeah. jobs are way harder. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Man, you got a short amount of time to build commonality, and I'm hoping most TOs are still building commonality in a little bit of time. You know what I'm saying? And then we get to the numbers. You know what I'm saying? Absolutely. So, uh, Rich, bring us home, man. Pay some bills real quick for Yo, us. Yo, listen. First and foremost, I want to thank Daniel for pulling up on us and sharing his experiences with us. You know what I'm saying? Three months in the game, and we know you're going to have a successful career in the business. And maybe you buy a school. Forget it. Forget teaching. <laughs> <laughs> Hopefully, like Kanye. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> but uh, you know, if anybody does want to uh, get into the timeshare business, get in with your real estate license. And our sponsor is Richdale School of Real Estate. Uh, they do the pre-license courses. They do continuing education courses and brokers courses. Um, and they can be found at richdaleschool.com, or you can go to their Instagram, and just as you can see on the, on the screen. Also, if you're looking to do a podcast or do a video production, contact Factual Film Studio. They can be located uh, on Instagram or at 8865 Commodity Circle, Orlando, Florida, 32819. That is Suite 7B. And that's our sponsors. We have new sponsors next week. If you're looking to sponsor, click the link in the bio on our Instagram page and uh, submit the sheet up there. And it's like that, Daniel. We appreciate you for uh, stopping by. And we got to do this again, man. Hopefully in the next, you know, six months to a year, we see you again back on the show and you share us your journey. Absolutely. I'd love to. Anytime. Hit me up. We appreciate you. And that's how you get sold in 60. Bye. We out. <laughs>